Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, July 20th, and I'm your host, Julie Morgan. Our top stories, semiconductors, Netflix, and oil. And later, Twitter, Chipotle, Spirit, and Facebook. With earnings season beginning to pick up steam, Wall Street experienced a buying spree on Tuesday. The Nasdaq led the broad-based advance, climbing 3% as the major averages bounced back from recent weakness. All 11 S&P sectors finished the session higher. Industrials and communication services led the advance, each posting gains of about 3.6%. Materials, infotech, financials, energy, and consumer discretionary all rose more than 3% as well. Boeing led Tuesday's Dow Jones gainers up 5.7% as it turned in a strong performance at the air show in London. Rates finished higher. The 10-year Treasury yield advanced 5 basis points to 3.01%, and the 2-year climbed 7 basis points to 3.23%. In economic news, June housing data came in mixed with June housing starts down 2% month-over-month and lower than expected. At the same time, building permits were down 0.6% month-over-month and exceeded forecasts. Ahead of the opening bell today, Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures are up. The Dow is up 36 points, the S&P is up 0.2%, and the NASDAQ is up half of 1%. In the earnings spotlight today, Tesla, Abbott Laboratories, CSX, Las Vegas Sands, Biogen, and United Airlines. In our day watch, Novavax shares climbed on Tuesday after a group of independent advisors to the CDC unanimously recommended the company's COVID-19 vaccine as a primary series for adults. The CDC's director later agreed with that decision. After an 11% rise during the day, Novavax extended gains into the post-market after the CDC's decision. Over the past 12 months, NVAX is down more than 72%. Now our top stories. Semiconductor stocks were electrified on Tuesday ahead of a 64-34 to 34 vote in the Senate over subsidizing domestic chip production. The bipartisan bill would provide around $52 billion to encourage manufacturers to build foundries and broadly invest in the sector in the U.S., which both sides of the aisle agree is a national security necessity. While the measure has cleared its first procedural hurdle, other details of the legislation are still being worked out. The chip for America Act is a slimmed-down version of a larger competitiveness package called the United States Innovation and Competition Act. It specifically authorizes grants and loans for chip making as well as 25% investment tax credits for semiconductor manufacturing. While lawmakers agree that the U.S. needs more domestic capacity to counter supply chain issues in the aftermath of the pandemic, there is still disagreement on adding other provisions to the bill like scientific funding. Some controversy has also been seen in the industry itself, with chip makers like NVIDIA, Qualcomm, and AMD saying it disproportionately benefits manufacturers like Intel, Micron, and Texas Instruments. Netflix shares rose in after-hours trading Tuesday as the streaming TV giant delivered a softer subscriber loss than it had warned and projected subscribers would grow again in the third quarter of this year. However, Netflix said its revenue growth is facing challenges overseas from the strong U.S. dollar. The streaming pioneer saw a net drop of 970,000 subscribers in the second quarter after warning it expected a drop of 2 million. And it's forecasting a return to growth in Q3 by adding a 
net of 1 million subscribers. Netflix also beat profit expectations, reporting earnings per share of $3.20 versus expectations of $2.95 per share, on revenues that largely came in line with expectations at just under $8 billion. Revenues grew by 9%, but that faced foreign exchange headwinds and would have grown 13% in constant currency. Meanwhile, it guided for a 5% revenue growth in Q3. The CEO of ConocoPhillips, Ryan Lance, is the latest oil industry insider to warn that a supply crunch is coming. In remarks to members of the Houston Producers Forum, that's an oil group, Lance warned of limited spare capacity among the OPEC countries and slow U.S. gains ahead in production, while demand ultimately will return to pre-COVID levels. Lance said Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates could add one to two million barrels a day over time, but the rest of OPEC Plus is struggling including Nigeria, Angola, and Libya. Now a word from Seeking Alpha. Seeking Alpha's stock screener picks top value stocks with strong long-term growth potential. These top stock picks are beating the market four to one. Invest in your financial future today with these under-the-radar stock picks. Make the decision that over 200,000 other investors have made and get unlimited access to all premium tools, articles, and news, as well as exclusive quant ratings. Sign up now for our free two-week trial by visiting SeekingAlpha.com slash subscriptions. Other stories to look out for. Twitter stock is on the rise after a Delaware judge ruled that the legal battle with would-be buyer Elon Musk can go forward in October, respecting Twitter's request to expedite. That served as a setback for Musk and his legal team, which argued that the case should not be expedited and perhaps delayed as long as February 2023. The Delaware Court of Chancery said the longer such deals are in limbo, the larger the risk of irreparable harm to selling the company. The judge wants a five-day trial in October splitting the difference on trial length between the wishes of each team. Spirit Airlines plans to open a crew base at George Bush Intercontinental Airport in Houston. The budget airline expects to locate about 150 pilots and about 300 flight attendants in Houston starting this fall. Additional crew supervisors and support functions will follow as the airline encroaches on an airport that serves as a hub for United Airlines. In the rating summary on Seeking Alpha, Spirit has a consensus of buy. Facebook is shifting resources out of its news tab and newsletter platform as it moves to boost focus on the creator economy. According to the Wall Street Journal, the company will shift engineering and product support out of the news operation as well as Facebook's bulletin newsletter offering, which was created as a rival to Substack. Year-to-date Meta Platforms is down more than 48%. According to the rating summary, the quant rating is a hold. Essay authors in Wall Street say Meta Platforms is a buy. Chipotle Mexican Grill has permanently closed a store in Maine that was set to hold a formal vote on unionizing. Workers at the location had filed in June for an election with the National Labor Relations Board. An email sent by the company to employees of the location indicated staffing issues were part of the problem. A representative with the Chipotle union called the company's decision Union Busting 101. And Crypto.com lands regulatory approval to offer trading services in Italy. 
Let's get another look at the markets as of 6.20 a.m. The Dow Jones is up 36 points, the S&P is up 0.2%, and the Nasdaq is up half of 1%. Crude oil is down 1.5% at more than $102 a barrel. In the world markets, in London, the FTSE 100 is up 0.2%. The DAX in Germany is up nearly 0.4%. Japan's Nikkei 225 is up 2.7%. On today's economic calendar, at 10 a.m., existing home sales, and at 10.30 a.m., EIA Petroleum Inventories. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thanks for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, the Cannabis Investing Podcast and the Marketplace Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. I'm your host, Julie Morgan. Go out and make it a great day.